Hey guys, this is Lauren with Mindful Business Life Podcast coming to you with our Friday segment, The Artist's Way. And as always, I have the awesome Jim Dukes of the Charlotte Art League here with us today. Jim, you want to say hi? Hi. Hi, <laughs> uh, happy Friday. <laughs> Yay for Friday. <laughs> um, I love it. And we're so, we're, we're just shooting the shit and just having a great time before it. So it's even better. <laughs> Yes. So um, we always read the segment and then we kind of just kind of go through our conversation. And so February 3rd, question, what would you do if you didn't have to do it perfectly? Answer, a great deal more than I am. We've all heard that the unexamined life is not worth living. But consider, too, that the unlived life is not worth examining. The success of a creative recovery hinges on the ability to move out of the head and into action. This brings us squarely to risk. Most of us practice a talking we most of us practice talking ourselves out of risk. We are skilled speculators on the probability of pain of exposure as well. We deny that in order to do something, we must be first willing to do it badly. Once we're willing to accept that anything worth doing might be worth doing badly, our options widen. That's a all yes. Like, I'm such a, like, risk taker, and I love messing up. (laughs) I don't know about everyone else, but, like, I find so much value in my mistakes. And I'm just always so much prouder of myself when I just do something and whether it works out or it doesn't, like, it doesn't matter. Like she said, like, I'd rather have a life, you know, lived than unlived, you mm-hmm. know, because there's nothing to talk about when you haven't lived. I just exactly. <laughs> well, and especially with when it comes to the artist's life or even in business, um, which is the same. Um, if you're doing what everybody else is doing and you make a mistake, then you're making everybody else's mistake. But if you're, if you're um, taking risk and breaking boundaries and um, going where nobody else is going and you make a mistake, it's not really a mistake. It's just a learning experience. And yeah those are forgivable because you're doing something nobody else has ever done before. Yeah. And you're paving such a way for other people to be inspired to like go out there and do what their passions are. So I was thinking about like how I was doing that pottery class the other day. And I was so, you know, you sit down for your first class and you're intimidated, you know, you're like, man, I don't want to mess this up. It's freaking clay. You know what that means? I can ball it back up. And I can start back over. And I think it was such a valuable lesson to me. I mean, I already love risk. You know, I know there's no reward without a little bit of it. Um, But to sit there with Clay and be like, this thing that is the most tangible thing, most moldable thing sitting in front of me that I've ever had in my life. I'm over here worrying about messing it up. And I was like, I can literally just roll it back in a ball and start back Mm -hmm. over. And so Mm -hmm. I think it was so like fun, like just kind of coaching myself through that moment where it's like, okay, mess up, like have fun. You're here to experience the mess ups. And I think about that in the spiritual sense too, like 
you know, did we come here to have, like, we came here to have these lessons. We came here to have these tests. We came here to have a non-perfect life, but make it perfectly happy, you know? And so I just think, you know, of course you want to assess your risk. Obviously you want to take mindful risk, but you know, who cares if it's not perfect? Like some of my favorite art pieces are like a hot mess. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and also I think um, one of the things I love to do too, when we're talking about taking risk in a group environment um, is, is say, or even I'll do it to myself too. Um, if I'm looking at doing something um, and I'm, and everybody, and the whole, the thought is, yeah, this is great. Yeah. This is going to work. Yeah. This is, um, it, it all looks like it's going to work out. Um, yeah, but I'll always stop and say, is this stupid? Is this a dumb idea? Is this, um, is this really worth, I mean, I could, like my heart is saying, this is going to be amazing, but I want to engage my brain and say, is this really um, a smart thing to do? And um, and then at least have, and then especially with a group, have everybody chime in on that. It's like, is this a stupid decision? I mean, we think this is working. We think this is a good idea, but is it really? I think we also forget just how teachable we can be too in the sense of taking risks. And so, you know, I had a wellness studio in Myrtle and I put on a full moon paint night. You did a little meditation and yoga. And then I had a, an artist come and paint, walk us through painting this woman walking into the water with this full moon. And the whole time I'm just like, this thing looks like doo-doo. I'm sorry, like the guys, y'all look great. I'm this is not gonna work out. By the end of it and a step back, it was perfect. It was everything I wanted it to be. And <laughs> I think we get into those spaces so easily of like deep judgment around ourselves to like forget that we're it's a work in progress and most likely at the end of that. There is the perfection. There is the like the the portrait that looks exactly how it's supposed to look. And so I I have tried to be better about that like self-judgment, especially around those spaces that are brand new to me. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not a I'm not a painter. I'm not a drawer. I was in college for engineering and even my professor was like, please take more art classes. <laughs> I can draw a circle, no problem. I can do a square, perfect, great. But I don't have any like depth to my like shading or anything, so that was all yeah. But um, I I I'm just loving this leaning into my creative side this year. Um, I even posted today that last year was such a big business year for me. I spent a lot of time in the business side of Charlotte. And this year, I, I am trying to lean in with working with you, Jim, with the website, but just being in that space with you guys. And then, um, you know, going to the creative morning this morning uh, and taking the pottery classes and all that. I'm really leaning into the creative side of Charlotte this next year. And I'm really loving just like the community that it's sitting around here. It's a really 
it's a really beautiful space here in Charlotte for both spiritual, business, uh, artsy, fartsy. It's just such a collective space to be in. It is. Um, I have a random question. What is a what is a risk looking back on your life that you wish you would have taken, but you didn't? Um, I wish I would have uh, ran away from home. <laughs> and, there you go. Uh, I wish I would have ran away from home after graduating, so to say, and went to the college that I was supposed to go to. Um, it was an aeronautical engineering college, a junior mm -hmm. engineering college for uh, aerospace. So I wish I would have taken that instead of kind of get stuck in the space that I got stuck. I was homeless for a month and a half after I graduated at college and kind of got lost in that instead of just kind of going away. Um, right. So that's probably the only thing in my life where I'm like, oh, I wish I would have, but um, I'm really happy where I'm at now, which is, I think the ultimate, you know, thing once you grow up and grow out of that want, you know, I'm not living in the past anymore. How about you, Jim? Um, I can think of a risk that I took and it, and it bit me. <laughs> um, I was, I had a consulting company. I was doing um, land planning and environmental consulting. And I was working with a client that had about 2,000 acres around a huge lake in the mountains. And I was working on helping him sell it by doing concept designs for it, for like a golf um, um, retreat. And so, and, and neighborhood and uh, marina and all this stuff. So I got into, he ended up selling the property and the buyer who um, is a resort community um, that is, um, uh, whose mascot is a mouse. And um, they um, said they wanted to hire me to finish out the designs and it was gonna be a million dollar plus contract, but they, they were getting ready to close on the property. They needed the designs. They needed the electronic files. And I said, well, I don't want to send those to you until the contract is signed. Yeah. And so they, um, they sent me over the contract. I signed it, sent it back with the digital files and um, they closed on the property and I never heard back from them. So ended up, they took the files. Wow. They never signed the contract. They hired somebody else in another town nearby to do in Asheville to do the work. Uh, and I got screwed out of a million dollar plus contract. Ugh. But um, but in the end, the it was this was in the mountains of North Carolina, and they had was very remote, and the, everybody that worked on the project got like their their the community they had to drive through. They set booby traps for them. They stole stuff out of their cars. They stole, I mean, it was, it was a mess. So I'm glad I wasn't caught up in that. So I ended up dodging a bullet. That's intense. And sometimes like we save ourselves by, by the risks that we make. And there's a Queens of the Stone Age. I'm a big Queens of the Stone Age fan. And uh -huh. uh, 
luckily I got to see them live, but one of their songs, they talk about lose more than hesitate. And so they really like encourage like going for things and messing up. And so whenever like I'm in moments like that phrase, lose more than hesitate, lose more than hesitate. It's a mantra for me in my life. I have a few bands that I love like dearly because of some of their mantras I've carried through in my life. Um, Like live by passion, not by law, by uh, stuff. And so, um, but that one is a big one for me. Like I rather, I rather almost go through that negative experience um by taking that risk and learn the lesson from it than not to have experienced at all it's right. to like loved and to have lost and to never loved at all you know so well it's like if you've ever seen an armadillo oh this is <laughs> totally random okay so if you've ever seen an armadillo in the wild um like the little armadillos their shells are really smooth right but if you ever seen like a really old, big armadillo that's been around for a while, its shell is scarred up and it's got all these marks all over it uh, from tussles it's been in or holes in the rocks it's crawled through and all this stuff. And that shows those those battle scars. And I think, you know, I always think of the armadillo when I think about taking risk is like, as you, as you get experience and you move on with life, you're going to get those scars from taking risk and living. And it's a, it's a, I think it's a thing of pride. Um, If you look at, if you look at one armadillo, that's not done anything and he's like perfect, but you've got this other one that's all nasty and scarred up and you know, like, that some bitch has done some things <laughs> and um, it's seen some things. And um, yeah, it's, that's what I always think. Of. Well, it goes back to a kind of like straight in parallel with you is, you know, we've all heard the unexamined life is not worth living, but considered too that an unlived life is not worth examining. And so if you've lived this very straight, narrow life, you know, where's the excitement, you know, almost, you know, there's nothing to look at, you know, if you stay in this constant state of, I just go home after work and watch TV, you have nothing to talk about. You have no, like you've lived, but if you go, Hey, I mean, if you look at my life, which I tell people never to look at my life too closely, because ultimately I'm all over the place. I'm experiencing as much as I can soak up in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. Um, I most certainly live a life well lived. And when we break it down, it's really wild. And it's really crazy how much I'm out there and exploring and trying new things and messing up and just being as happy as I can be through all the experiences. And so I love that armadillo one because it literally was the same parallel to that statement. And so get out there and live your life. You know, it's okay to go home and rest and and have weekends off and do nothing from time to time, but really get out there and try to explore things that light your soul up. Get out and try things that scare you. Don't let anybody, don't let your mess ups and people judging you for them be what deters you from experiencing life in general, because I rather have experienced life and be able to give a lesson or the blessing as a coach than not be able to do that for my students. And I think, you know, I've been through a lot of things in life. And so I love being a coach because I've been everybody at this point, except for a billionaire, but I'm working on it. You know, I'm working on it. (laughs) Well, 
Uh, I'm glad somebody's working on it. I'm working on it. But you know what I mean? Like I've been, um, I've been homeless. I've been a single mom. You know, I've uh, owned a business. I've lost clients. You know, I'm a colored woman. I'm a big woman. I'm all these different things. And I've lived a lot of Lauren's, but all of it is a tool in my tool belt in life. And it's such a blessing to have experienced these things. And I just hope more people take root in the fact that life is here. We're like we are here to live and to experience and to explore. Mm -hmm. It's beyond this little screen. <laughs> yes. Life, <laughs> life is beyond the little screen. So I guess you have anything else? I want to wrap up with the question again, you know, like okay. ask yourself, you know, what would you do if you didn't have to do things perfectly? And that means going to college and getting straight A's, right? That means taking a course. That means applying for a job that maybe you don't have a thousand percent skill set for, but you have a passion and some learning behind it. Um, you know, really, what would you do if you didn't feel the limitations of the world on your shoulders and then go do it? <laughs> oh, you're asking me? No, I'm just kind of like... It's like kind of like in I my love that. Uh, moment. Is, I love that open-ended question. And I hope I people answer it. I do too. Um, Jim, does the Art League have anything going on this weekend that you would like to talk about? And congratulations to joining Shared Shared. Yes, Share Charlotte. Yeah. yeah, I'm on the um steering committee for for that great nonprofit organization and um that represents like six hundred nonprofits here in Charlotte. I need to um, in that, yeah. Yeah. Um, we have, let's see, an exhibit uh, opening tonight. Um, solo show. Um, I think that's from six to nine. And then next week is our new exhibit, um, Fantasy. And that opens next Friday at 6 p.m. I love it. Well, guys, you heard from Jim. There's a few things going on here in Charlotte. So if you want to come visit us or you're in town, please make sure you check them out. They are creating a space for artists, for creatives, for businesses, for everybody to come and feel safe, secure, supported. And I really appreciate Jim and the whole league over there. They're a great crew. And so we bless you with a great rest Thank of your you. day. And we'll see you next Friday. Namaste. Bye.